please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Land. Lovely, lovely Nasheeda being played there by our very own uh, engineer number one, Yusuf Asmal. Yes, sir. Well, I'm looking at uh, a yeah a messenger that uh, is in front of me. Meru Nisa. Meru Nisa says, Assalamu alaikum. I am a new in Islam. I'm enjoying reading uh, through the Quran. Please uh, release uh, my confusion. I read in Quran uh, chapter Asafat uh, verses uh, 144 that Jonah uh, would surely have uh, remained in the belly of the whale till resurrection if he had not been one who called on Allah previously. But the whale would die eventually, and the stomach of the whale would disintegrate. Then how Jonah could stay uh, till resurrection day there in it? Excuse my question, but I want to understand it. Jazak Allah. Now that question, yeah, was posed for our very own. He is uh, the president of IFRI. He's a pharmacist that uh, has given, uh, had given up his profession for full-time dawah. He is a TV talk show host, a radio talk show host, motivational speaker. You know, is definitely an all-rounder. Our very own Rafiq Hassan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you doing this beautiful Thursday morning? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. your duas and everything. Uh, you know, we're we keeping fine, Alhamdulillah, with all the pandemic and pandemic and all the uh, doom and gloom, we still say, Alhamdulillah, Allah is finally in charge. Well said, Rafiq, and Merunisa's, uh, you know, her confusion, yeah. how, how how will you release it? I'm giving you the next 10 minutes, Bismillah. Bismillah, Rahman, Rahman. I think and what I like about the question, as, you know, as the overall and the way it ends, and the question is, you know, I'm curious to know and, and I want to learn. So, you know, many people, they ask a question not to learn, but for other reasons, either to trap you, either to be just contentious, either just to, you know, uh, pass time, or you ask a question to show how clever you are. So these are other reasons, but here you can see a sincere question, I, you know, I want to know. Uh, and and uh, this is very, very important. I'm just saying at the beginning because I got to compliment her uh, in, in the way she ended up uh, uh, because, the, you know, this is an important point. Uh, it, when one asks questions, it must be uh, genuinely to, you know, to, to learn. There's another nice saying. Now, some people ask a question not to listen but to reply. They're already waiting to reply. They don't even listen to what you want to say. So I like the question, and I think it's an important one for us. Uh, it runs very deeper than the normal. I can understand her, uh, her marvel or her, her dismay or her astonishment that uh, so the fish would have also died, uh, you know, in a little while. It's not going to live forever. So a, a very uh, valid point, but I think. Again, that the nature of the Quran is such, Brother Shafat, that uh, the answers are not in one place. The Quran, the, you know, the gems are scattered all over. Well, even in the sea, isn't it? If you want to look for the pearl, it's not everywhere in the sea. It's only hidden in certain parts. Those divers who are looking for pearls, 
and where the oysters are. They need to know where to look for them. So, like this, in the Quran, the Quran answers itself in other places. So, let's answer the question that uh, sister asked about. So, all right, if Allah could have preserved Yunus salam, he could have remained at the, uh, in, the, in the belly of the world till Qiyamah, but surely the fish would have died. Now, the answer is very simple. Firstly, Allah can do anything He wants to do. So that's the first answer. If Allah says, I will keep, preserve this thing, you know, till the end of Qayyamah, then it's Allah's prerogative. Allah, Allah is the, the, the creator and Allah has the power to do everything. So, uh, you know, we, we must, we must understand that Allah has the power to do all these things. Uh, so let's let's give an example. Uh, you know, uh, Pharaoh in the in the Quran we talk about Musa alayhi salam, and uh, you find that Pharaoh uh, was drowned. And in Surah Yunus in the Quran, uh, in chapter ten of the Quran, Allah describes this incident, verse number ninety-two. And in the Bible, it just says that Pharaoh and his army drowned, and that's it. But the Quran goes to specify in chapter ten, verse ninety-two, that. Uh, yeah, it's also the sea story and drowning and in the sea and Yunus salam in the belly of the fish. That's why I'm giving this. There are many other examples I will give. But I want to start with this one. And uh, the Quran says that although he drowned, Allah now, I'm paraphrasing this word. Allah says, I'm now Pharaoh. But then Pharaoh started saying when he thought that he's dying, now he said, oh, I believe in the Lord. He wants to make, make the shahada. You know, I believe in the Lord of Moses now. I want to believe in you. Allah, Allah said, no, no, no. Not now, now, too late now. You had all the time, all the signs, and you were arrogant. But I'm going to save you in your body. I am going to preserve your body. And you will be a sign to those who come after you. Because I'm going to preserve your body. Now, isn't it, if you ask the Christian who doesn't know this Quranic verse, what happened to that Pharaoh? He said, I drowned. He drowned, where is the eye? He disintegrated in the bottom of the sea. But you ask the Quran, you ask the Quran that Allah said in the final revelation in the last testament to humanity, it says a different story. It says his body was preserved. Today, 4,000 years later, three to 4,000 years after that incident, you can go to the Royal Mummy Museum in Egypt, in Cairo, and alhamdulillah, Allah took me there. And you can see this Habis Pharaoh. You can see him because they, they, they discovered the mummy. Allah gave them the art of embalming and that body is preserved. You can see the Pharaoh there. So if Allah could preserve the body of Pharaoh for three to four thousand years, so couldn't you preserve the whale and Jonah till the day of Qiyamah? See, Allah is Allah. He's Qadr al-Mutlaq. He is al-Khaliq. He he does whatever he wants to do. So, okay, so that's the first example to show you that what when Allah says he could have kept him there till the day of Qiyamah, Allah can do it. You know, he, he's done that with Pharaoh. He, he's preserved his body. I give another example. The Ashab al-Kaf. Tomorrow is Friday. We're going to read Surah al-Kaf. You know the youth that went in the cave, and we know that whole story. The Bible talks about the slippers of the cave, and it's in chapter 18 of the Quran. And just, I'm just uh, giving the one part of it. If you look at it, when they got up, you know, this youth that went in and running away from that bad king, 
You'll find at, in, in ayah number 25 of Surah Al-Kaf, at verse number 25, Allah says, Allah made them sleep for 300 years. He made them sleep for 300 years. Now the sister and all of us normally, and every scientist will say, Baba, who's gonna, whose body is going to survive for 300? It must disintegrate. Nobody can, this body can remain, you know, like that. It will decompose. You know, the, the, the natural laws of decay and carbon decay will set in. But here, those youth went into the cave, Allah sealed the cave, and 300 years later, he, he brought, he reconstructed them, and they were, they were still preserved. The body was, of the youth was still preserved. It did not decay. So when Allah says he could have kept Yunus in the whale, Ali Salam, and the whale, till the day of Qiyamah, so why can't Allah do that when he can do all these other things? And I'll give you the last example because of time, Brother Shafat. And that is of Uzair Ali Salam in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 259. You'll find this, you know, uh, the Prophet Uzair Ali Salam was passing. I'm just paraphrasing. It's in the Quran, chapter 2, verse 259. And he was passing in like a hamlet and a grave, like a gun. He said, hey, you know, Allah keeps in all the obviously those are graves now. People die. And he thinks in his mind, well, Allah, we are, all these people are bones, dust and bones. They are decomposed. How will they be resurrected? How the body will come together again on the day of judgment? He said, is this going to be possible? So Allah says, hey, Uzair, don't you believe when I tell you that when you die and from the graves you'll be resurrected again, don't you? He says, no, Allah, I believe, but I don't know how it's going to happen. I, I got no, my mind can't conceive this. What Allah did, he made him sleep for a hundred years. At that spot, he made him sleep for a hundred years and got him up after one hundred years. And he asked him, how long you slept? Like the boys in the, you know, I slept for a day or part of a day. He says, no, look at your donkey. And what you had, he was on, the donkey was decomposed, the bones were all diseased, but he was reconstructed. So then he says, now I believe that Allah can reconstruct and Allah can preserve whatever he wants to do. He is, a, uh, he is the creator, he is al-Khali. And therefore, I think it's, uh, it's a good question. And we must understand that Allah does what He wants to do, and Allah has power over all things. Absolutely, Rafiq. And you know, the important thing when a question is asked, you know, by a uh, perhaps someone that is naive, uh, you know, and you can feel it. And even though know, with the hikmah that you have, perhaps you know, the younger scholar doesn't have that patience. You know, it's always uh, if you ask a question, or so no, you know, ah, it's no, you're ignorant, or the devil is whispering mm. to you, and. You actually chase people away from the deen and uh, perhaps, uh, you know, an advisor yes. to those uh, that are given the amount of giving advice uh, to people, uh, Rafi. Well, you know, Allah says this, a very good point in the da'wah. Allah mentions this to the Prophet and his nature because he taught us this. Allah tells the Prophet, if you had to be harsh with them around you, you know, those people who were heckling and asking all these things, if you had to be harsh with them, you know, not kind and humble as you were. If you had to be hard, they would have all ran away. You wouldn't have brought, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been attracted and you wouldn't have brought them to the deen. So because of your patience and because you, you tolerated them and because you did not uh, repel evil with another evil, you used hikmah and mu'izah to hastana. Look at the result. You know, Rasulullah finally, uh, you know, brought them, they saw the light, he brought them into the deen. They became his ardent supporters, gave their life, wealth, and everything for him because of his tolerance and his way to be patient with them 
and win them over rather than being abrupt and arrogant with them. You know, Rafiq, also uh, I've noticed, uh, you know, people claim, oh, we love Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we follow the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But, you know, in the, even in oration, you find that some of these scholars, the way they shout and scream that we don't even need an amplifier system. I mean, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never, ever raised his voice. So, I don't know. How do we address that issue? Tell you, hey, bye, bye. You're a bit too loud. You're a bit too rowdy. Even if you're shouting and screaming, you'll make someone deaf. I mean, that is not a sunnah-like. Uh, your reaction, Rafiq? Very, very, very important point. You know, Brother Safad, there is an art of speaking. And and uh, I must say, if, if people look at Sheikh Didat Rahimullah and, uh, you know, what an international orator he was on the on the world stage, I don't know how many people, do, how many people know that the, that, that Sheikh Didat went for Dale Carnegie. He went for causes in public speaking. You know, he, now this is, most of our scholars, I unfortunately, haven't gone for public speaking causes, Brother Shafar. You know what I mean? They don't know the art of speaking. And this is where the problem, you are raising a very, very important issue here. Look at, on the other hand, some of these Polish pastors on the state evangelists on the TVs, how polished they are. You have to learn. You've got to go be trained, not screaming your guts out. You you know, people are actually, I saw, I really saw this. People actually carry headphones when they go to some of the days and they put it on their ears. <laughs> yeah, amazing, right? <laughs> really, you know, some people, yeah, I, I, I saw people holding the, or covering the ear, the eardrums. I talked about Sheikh Didat Rahimullah, you know, Allah bless him because he sent me for this cause in radio, Presentation. He also sent me. Uh, I mean, he spent a lot of money on on on, on us. And I was wondering, you know, uh, here I'm the editor of the Al Burhan. You're sending me for, uh, you know, editor's calls, refresher calls, radio yes. uh, speaking skill, camera, and you know, all that today has uh, definitely paid off. And uh, uh, bless him because it's uh, you know, uh, and we're using it for the uh, Islamic ethos and the Muslim uh, platform. But both you and I, Rafiq, have been uh, privileged by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that uh, you know. We even like to go and tell people, this is how you talk, this is how you deliver your Jummah talk. Even a radio presentation skill, it's not all about you. It's all about the person that you're talking to and, uh, you yes. know, and pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. Your parting words are this morning, Rafi. Well, you know, all, all I can say, we are still in a difficult situation, but the Dawah must carry on. And uh, I think we have a lot of work to do. And the Quran is very clear that when you call people, the Quran actually used that word. You call to the way of Lord with with beautiful speech, with kind words, with nice articulate ways, professional ways, not screaming and shouting. There's a methodology that's laid in the Quran. And I think we should actually, you know, uh, practice this. As you said, we say we love the Prophet, but we're not imbibing his qualities. May Allah help us in this. Amin Asuma, Amin Rafiq, you have a mashallah day ahead. I will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Yes, sir, Yusuf. Yeah, do you need to, yeah, you, yeah, you, we need to amplify the voice. Uh, we don't come and shout on the radio. We just have to be normal, cool, calm, and collected, remembering that uh, we are ambassadors of the Creator that we emulate our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sunnah of our Prophet, a very gentle of speech, very gentle in nature.
Time for us to go for a break. When we get back, Abu Bakr uh, see that will be joining us on Muslim News. <laughs> Sharing the beauty of Islam with Sirius FM.